Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Jessica Schultz with Jessica Schultz Pilates out of Portland, Oregon. Jessica, happy Monday. How are you feeling today? What's going on? I'm doing good. How are you, JJ? Great, great. I'm doing great. I appreciate you being here. Um, and look, we're excited to have you on and we're definitely ready to dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with Jessica Schultz Pilates. But first, before we do that, we want to give you an opportunity to go ahead and explain to the viewers a little bit about how you describe your business to people. In your words, what is Jessica Schultz Pilates? So Jessica Schultz Pilates is a traditional Pilates studio. That means that we teach the same exercises that Joseph Pilates did on mat and on the equipment. Uh, we're also an educational training center, um, and we specialize in um, private and semi-private instruction. So that means that no class is bigger than five. As soon as the client walks in the door, we're personalizing, we're customizing everything to their body that day. So what we like to say is that at JSP, we don't teach people Pilates to get better at Pilates. We teach people Pilates to get better at life. I love that. I love that. Great slogan. Um, and, and so do you guys go by JSP? Is that how you prefer to be regarded yeah. as? Oh, okay, either okay. Time, but yeah, that's the yeah, yeah. Client. I like that. I like that. No, yeah, it's a great acronym. I get it. So um, awesome. And so for you, Jessica, um, I mean, obviously it's a plot studio, so it's a lot of, it's a little different than, you know, a traditional gym or even, a, uh, you know, a fitness studio. So for you, what's been the best, or, you know, let's even take a step back, right? How many members are you serving currently? Um, we average about 60 to 70 clients a week. Okay, perfect. And so, you know, for you and being at those 60 or 70 members, I mean, what's been the best practice, the best method of getting those new people through the door? What's worked well for you? Um, honestly, the best thing that I ever did was move to a location where I was on the ground with signage. So... Uh, I had a location where I was on the second floor. I was kind of tucked around a corner, didn't have signage. And then when I moved to a location about uh, six blocks away, I was getting people that were like, oh, I didn't know you're in the neighborhood. I work at this building. And I was like, that was across the street from literally where I was for like five to six years. So I think when I first started, I had a lot of assumptions that online would be the way that people would find out about me, but I still think being visible in your neighborhood, um, getting to know your neighbors, people walking by, saying like, oh, there's Pilates, um, cultivating the community kind of on the ground was the most helpful thing for me. So it's honestly mostly referrals or people that are walking by the studio. I still get high percentage of just Google search. Um, but I would say referrals, walking by, like face contact, more in real life connections is closer to like 60% of new business. Post pandemic, that picked up to closer to like 70%. Um, but part of it, I do think is the size of Portland. So the bigger a city gets, the more um, a Pilates studio becomes a neighborhood, right? So like, my friends who teach in New York talk about like, you know, you're going to go to the Pilates studio in your neighborhood. You're not going to go to the Pilates studio like 
even five, six miles away. You're looking at maybe an hour commute. So I think as Portland's gotten bigger, it's more people in my neighborhood, people who work in my neighborhood versus people who are going to Google and drive um, to a studio. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I love love the versatility, number one. I think um, the fact that you didn't just say, hey, I rely on this and only this is is one of the biggest things that I always take away in these conversations. If you have that versatility in a bunch of different avenues, it's going to serve you a lot better. And so, you know, kind of curious, right? I know you guys are a little uh, under 2,000 square feet. You guys are 1,000 square feet just about, right? We are right under 1,000 square feet because once you hit 1,000, your insurance goes up. Gotcha. Okay. So I told my brokers, those 2,000 is you can get. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but being at, at that size of a studio, I always like to ask this question too, you know, it, with leads, traffic members, let's say all this is unlimited here. I mean, hypothetically speaking, of course, I mean, what's, what's the capacity? What's max look like for you? Um, it depends on how many instructors that I can get onboarded um, through the training center. Um, but I think we could easily, we could triple what we have now. It would just be a matter of maximizing the space. So my biggest class is five. Um, but yeah, we could, we could go to about triple what we have now. I love that. I love that. And it's good. The fact that you know that you can say it so confidently, it's like, you know, you can triple. So I, I think that it really goes to, you know, your numbers, you know, your metrics. So that, that's great. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, are you a one woman team here uh, with JSP? Well, I'm the owner. I'm the master instructor. I train um, all my teachers, but I have about four that are working underneath me too, as well. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. But on the, on the- Go ahead. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. You go first. You go first. Ah, Your show. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They're all independent contractors, so they set their own hours. Gotcha. Okay. So on the back end, are you a one-woman show? Yes. (laughs) Okay. There you go. There you go. And so I always like to ask this, right? I mean, with 60 or 70 members or so, right? I mean, that's one to 60 or 70, right? And on a weekly basis, I mean, it could be more total, um, but realistically i mean how do you manage or track those numbers how do you how do you how do you even handle that yeah um i have an online um scheduling system that's been huge Uh, i didn't even have that until i think about eight years ago everything was paper and pencil so the online scheduling has been really helpful um, because it sends reminders Uh, most of our clients have repeating appointments and that is really helpful as well so that takes a lot of that scheduling week to week um, off of my plate. So Schedulista is used for new clients coming on, um, client cancellations, um, they can reschedule through there. So that helps um, quite a bit because before I had the online booking, the majority of my time was spent scheduling. And it was, I mean, this paper and pencil. So, you know, and all my clients have my cell. So I do most of my booking through my cell, Um, but, you know, before the online system, you know, I'd be home on a weekend and someone would text me, I can't come Tuesday, when can I come Thursday? And I had like literally pictures in my phone of my scheduled paper schedule. I mean, it was, it was, yeah, I know, wow. it's insane. But I think some of that, yeah. a little bit with how long I had been teaching. So, you know, I still have clients that pay me via check because that was the system we had wow. set up in 2001 or whenever they started. So that was too antiquated. That's the majority of my time outside the studio. Um, Now the majority of my time is planning workouts for clients, but because we have these repeating appointments and the same 
generally the same people coming in every week. I am so connected to what their goals are. And because they come in usually the same class, if they are in a class, I have less time to plan because it's not like I walk into a room and I, it's, you know, five different bodies. I walk into a room and it's, you know, the usual people I see every week. I know what they're working on. So I can plan little ways to progress them. I might get a drop in or someone who changes a class, but if I really know what everyone's working on, then I actually have less time to, to kind of upload my own brain into what they're working on that week. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that, that's amazing. I, I really love how in tune you are with your community. I mean, that's important, right? To be the, the center of the pinnacle of, of, of what you've created. I think that's, that's a beautiful thing, right? I think it really goes to show how much you, you truly care and how much you really are invested to these people. Because I think a lot of owners kind of lose sight of that. I mean, especially for how long you've been in this industry. I, I think it's easy to lose sight of that, right? But um, it just seems like you're going up and up and up and you're only, you're only getting better there. So <laughs> awesome stuff there, Jess. I, I love that. And so going to ask you a little bit of a longer winded question here, but great question in itself, a good way to self-reflect. If you need to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. Totally can, but just bear with me while I'll explain it. So uh, what we've been discussing this entire podcast and, and, and what we use pretty predominantly in the fitness and gym industry are going to be your three pillars of business, right? It's going to be your lead generation, which is just your marketing, getting people through the door. Your acquisition, which is getting somebody from being an interested lead to converting to be a paying client. And then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Jess, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Probably the first one, getting people in through the door. Um, we have a really high retention rate. So our retention rate is in the 90s. Um, yeah. We have an introductory series where people can try three sessions. Um, and I honestly, I think for myself and for my instructors that have been teaching for a while, you can usually tell within the first 20 minutes of an introductory session if they're going to be a client that would work well wow. with the studio and the way that we teach Pilates. So that's really helpful um, because then you can like keep those people who understand the work, who are have the brain for this process. Pilates is such a discipline. It doesn't necessarily work for everyone. Then we still have the three sessions. And in the three sessions, what I tell my teachers, we're doing two things. One is I mean, we are selling, right? So if people are new to Pilates, they, it's, they need to understand like why this will help them achieve their goals. Um, and Pilates is infinitely flexible. So if you're a mom and you, you want your back to feel better because you have to lift your kid a lot, we can help you with that. If you are a kettlebeller who has a shoulder issue and wants to understand you know, better biomechanics, we can help you with that. If you are a professional martial artist and you need you know, better kicks. So within those three sessions, the more we can figure out what a client wants, the better we can serve them, which to be honest is also like definitely a little bit of selling. But then the other thing too, is if we can get that client set up within those three lessons, understanding what their workout is, then we know what to feed them into. So we can make really good recommendations. Like you need to stay with privates a little bit longer. I know your goal is group, it's cheaper 
you're just not gonna get that much out of it right now. It's gonna be less expensive. You're gonna be behind the eight ball. You're not gonna get what you want out of your workouts. Or we can take someone from three and be like, you're ready, let's go to group. Or sometimes after three, they're like, they have different goals. It's more um, rehabilitation. So we have a pretty good uptick from the intro into where someone really needs to go. But I think those three sessions are, are priceless. Um, and a lot has to be done within those three sessions. So people understand the work, the client understands what the benefits of the work is. And the same time, the teacher is figuring out where they need to go to progress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause as the instructor, you guys are the authority figure. So no matter what, I think the trust is always going to be there, right? They're going to trust your word. Everything else in between is just promoting the value, which is why they need to see the value of what you're providing, right? I think that's exactly what you're saying. Because you're right, it, it, is, it is a sales process, right? You need to be able to tap into somebody emotionally in order for them to understand, like, this is worthwhile. Because everybody makes decisions based on emotion. I'm sure you know that, right? And it's you got to get emotional before you get analytical. So if you can't <laughs> tap into their emotion while they're doing it, then they're not going to be able to compensate for the analytical purposes or to be able to spend money or anything. So, um it's such a great perspective. I'm, I'm glad you understand that at such a high level. It's pretty good to see that. You know, not everybody really understands that, but that's, that's, that's amazing to see. So, I mean, you can definitely see you have some skin in the game. I'll tell you that, Jess. But also, um, uh, I will say this to you. I want to say thank you just for the transparency and being as candid as you are. I think, obviously, you mean you can put success to the side and still be as humble as you are and admit that you can still improve in certain places. I think that's that's an amazing thing here. So, thank you for that. I'm sure the viewers would appreciate that. It'll be a little more of an eye-opener for them as well. So, um, and last two questions for you here, Jessica, no, my two favorite questions. What's the bigger picture for you? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? Um, the next thing that we're looking towards is retreats. So um, client retreats and teacher training retreats. So um, because I'm a master instructor, I have trained um, Pilates instructors that live in different places throughout the world. So um, we have some people set up in, um, France and we have some people with access to houses in Mexico. So that's the next thing I would like to do is um, have teacher training um, weekends and client weekends away. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. That's that's a really unique answer. I haven't heard an answer like that before. So I think that's that's awesome. Okay. And uh, I always say there's no wrong answers there. So I think everything everything is awesome. I think that's really a little a step up. So that's great there. And and one last question for you here, Jessica. My favorite question. Um, and kind of curious to see what your answer is going to be here because you have some strong answers today. So um, I'm going to word it a little differently to make it a little more entertaining, if you will. But um. A good question. Good question. Regardless, if you need me to re-explain, I can explain it in a simple way, but I'm going to try to explain it in, the, in an entertaining way. So, um, you know, Jessica, if you could uh, go back in time here, right, to when you first started your gym, sit yourself down with all the knowledge you know now, I mean everything, and speak to Jessica from when she was first going to start, and give her that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started your gym. What would that advice be for you? Trust the process. Um, because I think when you're first starting out, it's really easy to have the business stuff get in the way of the teaching stuff. Because especially now that I'm training instructors, when people start their own fitness studio, they have well, I think you have to have passion because you're going to be doing this 24 hours a day. So you better love what you're going to. So let's 
let's take that for granted. Say you have the passion, um, but you don't have the business expertise, right? So, you know, what I used in the beginning of the show was my elevator pitch. I didn't go to marketing school, <laughs> but I had to figure that out, right? And um, you have to be your tech person, <laughs> which is a, a big learning curve. So, um, especially someone of my generation didn't deal with a lot of tech, um, internet as I was starting out. Um, and I think it's very easy for all the business side of the stuff, um, of the picture to kind of get in the way or, uh, it'll make you focus a little less on the teaching because that can get very distracting. Um, because I started small and I didn't have a business loan. It was more organic. I didn't have nearly as much pressure as some of the teachers I trained their opening studios to start with business loans and they, they got to get some numbers in. Um, but I think the, the best advice would have been trust the process. If you teach well, really believe in what you're doing and service every client as they come in that hour, really look at their bodies. That's the strength that will be the foundation to the community you're gonna build. And the other stuff will take work and the other stuff takes extra time. Um, and honestly, in, some, in a lot of ways, I feel like that's what I get paid for. So between you and me <laughs> and your listeners, I teach the Pilates for free, right? Like, to me, that's, that's my jam, that's fun. There's a lot of flow. There's, you know, you're learning about people's bodies, you're watching them succeed, you're thinking about how to make them stronger or more flexible and you watch them achieve goals and that's so inspiring. And then the business side of people can just have less confidence in. So I think um, trusting the process, knowing where your strengths are and not being afraid to ask for help. Because I mean, I'm a self-starter and I've done a lot of things on my own and reaching out to people who have expertise in some of those business things, especially as I was starting out maybe a little bit sooner would have been more helpful. You know, there's a lot of um, pressure when you start out not to spend money on too many things, but outsourcing things can be really, really good. Jessica, that was a mic drop of an answer. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to close it out there. <laughs> it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, Jessica, please, It'd be my pleasure. Shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you may have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Yeah. Um, on Instagram, we are Jessica Schultz Pilates, S-C-H-U-L-T-C, Facebook, same thing. Um, and we are on social quite a bit. And I have um, over 60 free mat classes on Instagram. If you just want to see a little bit more about the work and what we do. There we go. Jessica, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Uh, just stick around for one second. If you can, just like, you know how you can get the podcast, I would appreciate it. Sure, just yeah. sign everybody else out over here. So, uh, and to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, 
Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Anthony and Danielle from BioFit GJ in Grand Junction, Colorado. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you today? We're good. How are you? I'm great and super excited to finally have you guys here in front of me and to talk about what you guys do over at BioFit. But before we really dive into that, I want to know the backstory. Tell me a brief you know, variation of what it was that made you guys decide to open up this fitness facility? Um, So I've been in the personal training industry for about 15 years now. Um, I was working for another establishment that wanted to, I was a kickboxing instructor and helped them open, open rather a personal training side of their gym. Um, met Danielle, broke a cardinal rule. She was one of my clients, Um, fell in love with her, got married to her. Um, she started competing in the natural bodybuilding world for the INBA PNBA. And from there, as I started to grow their business, I started to watch like, why am I doing this for somebody else? Like I'm doing all this work and I'm not making that much money. Um, so a couple things happened, a few opportunities presented themselves. Um, and me and Danielle talked and decided that we were going to take a leap of faith and actually started in a basement of one of my buddy's dental labs. Um, so we finished out a basement in the dental lab. It was really kind of small. Um, my clients followed me and we grew up to about 45 clients and it just got to be too much. Um, I have a business partner, Dr. Scott Vincent, who's a local doctor. He owns a very small percentage of the gym, but he, um, was able to jump in and help us get this commercial property along with the Jim and Christy Pierce who owned that lab. And we just kind of went from there and then we built it up kind of around Danielle. Um, she's now a natural Olympia winner and a professional, obviously a sport model and PNBA pro. So we kind of designed the gym around her. Um, and I've always been really good at body transformation. So we kind of put those two together and here we are. Well, I, I've never heard of a gym kind of formulating in a dental lab. So props to you guys for making that happen. That's a fun story. Um, but nonetheless, now you have your own space. You're not in the basement of the dental lab anymore. You have your own space. Biofit, Grand Junction. Give me your elevator pitch. Tell us who you are, what services you have to provide. Kind of paint that picture of your gym. So as we move forward in the conversation, our listener can really grasp your model. Sure. So we are a personal training studio that specializes in body transformation. We also do competition prep. We really focus on the whole client. So we look at your mindset. We look at what you're eating, how you're eating, when you're eating. And then we look at the exercise part. We believe I'm, we firmly, firmly believe that it really is not just your exercise, but it exercise bleeds into every part of your life. And so we try to help our clients understand nutrition, exercise lifestyle. lifestyle yeah 
Yeah, it definitely is more than just a workout. And so I think it's great that you're kind of giving the holistic approach um, because that's when our clients are really going to see those giant transformations. Um, okay, so personal training, you have some some small group stuff. Um, kind of give me an understanding of, of the breakdown of the business right now. Would you say most of the, the revenue is coming from personal training or is it coming from the small group training? I would actually it's the opposite and it's more coming from the small group training to be honest with you with just me and danielle um i've tried to shy away from the one-on-one sessions um when i opened this i kind of had a business model thinking i was going to have 10 to 12 personal trainers and you know have the whole who's doing the most every month um and as obviously as things have developed um, and I'll be honest with you, it's hard to find a good trainer that is good in exercise, but can sell at the same time. Um, that's been my experience. And I hear that a lot in the industry. Um, so we've tried to make it to where it's geared more towards the small group training and, and I, and I guess maximizing our profit per hour. Yep. That's great. That's a great decision because not everybody has that mindset. Like there are personal training studios who, you know, they only do personal training and then, you know, there's only eight hours in a day. So that's only eight to 16 clients that you can serve in any given day. And that's like, you know, you're cutting off the amount of revenue that you can make. So with what you're doing, you can fill I mean, however many your small group is in the one hour, make more money than you would just with one person. So it's a smart decision. And I, I like that. Was there something else you wanted to add to that? Yeah. And there's one thing that I actually forgot. That's one, probably a very big revenue yeah. builder is we also sell supplements. Um, so we start when water compliant supplements is, I mean, nothing against anybody else who does anything. We're just being involved in the natural bodybuilding world. Um, and I've also started selling to the local college athletic department here. Um, so we sell quite a bit of supplements through some companies, New Dawn Nutrition Elite Caliber and um, Core Naturaceuticals with relationships that we've made through the natural bodybuilding community. And, and I would say that's probably, a, you know, a good chunk of our revenue every month comes from supplement sales. Yeah, I mean, our members want to take the things that we recommend or the things that we're taking. And so it's really smart to to sell supplements as an add-on. And it's cool that you've made a partnership with somebody that's looking for supplements. Um, and, and you guys can count on that revenue every month. Um, okay, so how many clients are you serving in total right now? Uh, last count, as of yesterday, I have 63. Okay. And 63 clients, is that a place where Danielle, Anthony, you're feeling really comfortable, you're feeling good, or are you guys looking to hit the gas, help more people grow the community of BioFit? No, I actually am not happy with that. I, I, I want to double trip that. Um, while I have 63, I don't really, I have a software system that I use through Paramount, um, but I don't necessarily check my clients in. So I'm kind of lacking other than who I know has been in. Um, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know how many of those 63 are really active unless I went to go count right now. Um, and the month that we're in right now is kind of a little bit of a slump. Um, you know, August is kind of a slow month. July is a slow month to begin with. Um, but I'm of the mindset I like to take those months, the slow months, and turn them into big wins. Um, so with that being said, no, I'm not happy with, with that number. Um, I would definitely like to triple that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've, I get that. We've made class times where we know 
people come most of the time um, to those certain hours, but that still leaves us with many hours in the day where nobody is in the gym. And so we'd love to find people who want to work out in the late afternoon, people who are trying to work out more in the, the morning so that we have people coming all day long and we have classes going all day long. But right now, just where our clients are coming are just like maybe five hours. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Our gym sits empty quite a bit throughout the day. Um, and that's where I've struggled with the decision of, you know, like putting a keyless lock on there and opening it up to a, a normal membership gym and capping membership. But I, I just, I don't know what that looks like at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities, a lot of things that you can, can do with it. But for now, I mean, let's just talk about focusing on what you guys do well. And it sounds like, you know, personal training in the small group atmosphere. Yes. And Anthony, you just said you like to turn the slower months into big wins. So let me ask you what you're currently doing to aid the growth process, to find new clients, to have that big win this month. So, you know, I know all about generating leads and getting out there. And, you know, for me, it's, I make my mind up and I just go talk to people. I, I've walked into um, Sam's club here and, and walked out with two or three numbers. Um, Danielle just came up with a big one, you know, a, a six week challenge. Um, we try to reinvent the wheel every few months to get clients reinterested. We sell meal plans. Um, we're both certified nutritionists through um, a sports nutrition company, um, What Works Nutrition. And, you know, with that combined with the challenge and me just getting out and like, I don't know a stranger. I, I really don't. I'll talk to anybody, anywhere, anytime. Um, one thing I've been focusing on here recently is my online business. Um, we've been getting a lot of posing clients and a lot of um, online people that are wanting to compete. Right? One thing I've been trying to figure out is um, how to break into that market for the body transformation style. Um, I love the idea of making twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month and only really looking at a computer screen, <laughs> and yeah. not not having the brick and mortar so much. Yeah, I think that, I mean, like I said before, the opportunities are really endless. And the past few years have showed us that the online platform, you can build something up on there that's just as successful, if not more successful than a brick and mortar, because you don't have an overhead. So um, it's really nice. Uh, okay, so you said you like to talk to people, you like to go out into the community and acquire clients that way. On top of that, what are you guys doing? Do you have a lead genera generation system? Um, are you running ads? Do you have a social media presence? Talk to me about some of the things that you've tried. So we, we do Facebook and we do Instagram. We run um, you know posts and ads. That can be a little monotonous sometimes because it's a lot of work that's like a chore within itself. Mm -hmm. Making sure you follow the algorithm, you know, post this many times a day, this many stories. Um, things of that nature. We're doing that. Um, I feel like that's something that we could definitely improve on because we kind of get go in periods where we get our reach gets really, really good. And then, you know, I slack off on it or Daniel slacks off on it and it tends to drop. Uh, like I mentioned before, I've tried radio. I've tried some, um, what are they? The like little, little flyers. flyer pamphlets that they mail out to people um, with, you know, like coupons and ads in it. Um, we had been, there's a local magazine here called Grand Junction Connection um, that's accompanied with a website. And they did a big story on Danielle's um, Olympia win. Um, 
but then they came back and nothing against them there you know I, I don't know that much about their product i just couldn't afford what they wanted a month to put and run an ad in that magazine um you know just starting up my overhead and being able to you know pay ourselves and stuff like that it seemed kind of a stretch for me at that time so radio i've tried the the mailers you know facebook instagram um, one thing that we've wanted to learn to do a little bit more is TikTok, because I feel like that's where the next generation has gone. Um, LinkedIn. Okay. Um, so it sounds also, like you guys have tried a lot of different things. Word of, <laughs> word of mouth success. is honestly my biggest success. I, I, I get referrals from my clients. Um, so when I say I step on the gas, that's one thing I start doing is talking to my clients. Hey, you know, we need some new members. You got, you know, who do you know who's looking to do this? Um, I know that once, so Aureli has a couple of appointments this evening, as a matter of fact, that came from the radio. And I know that once we close a couple of them, in my experience, it's spread like wildfire. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, word of mouth in this industry is usually, I mean, if we're a business owner, it's going to be one of our favorite things because it's free. And so, um, if, if we can provide a kick-ass service, our members, they're naturally going to talk and we're going to get referrals. But with that, it's not predictable. We can't say, hey, this month we're going to grow by seven new clients. And by the end of the year, we're going to get to 120 clients. We, we, we can't predict it because, I mean, we wish we could, but we just can't. So what I've seen in my experience in the industry and from talking to people on this platform is a lot of people are really utilizing the digital ads, not radio, but like Instagram and Facebook to drive in clients. I've seen people running like a six week challenge, like you said that, that you did, Danielle, um, to drive in people off their, their sofa and things like that. Um, have you, how successful have you been with the Facebook, the Instagram ads? Cause I know you mentioned you tried it, but it's been kind of kind of rocky so where we were at before um when i was not before i opened biofit the company that i was working for they put a lot of money into social media and that's primarily where all of their all of our leads come from came from i have tried that um not as successful as i would like it to be to be completely honest with you, we've tried a lot, but we don't have an overall system put in place to generate leads, you know, kind of keep track of the numbers and things like that. And that's something that we know we need to do. I think our biggest problem is we are stretched pretty thin because it's just the two of us. And, and honestly, here in a couple of weeks, next week, as a matter of fact, she goes back to school teaching full time and it's just me. So I tend to fall short in that area. Um, like, you know, there's only so many hours in the day and I'm not very, uh, I don't know how to put it. Um. Yeah, no, I get it. I, it's hard. Like when we're trying to figure things out, we don't have systems in place. We're trying to figure it out. It's going to take up a lot of our time, but ideally we get some systems in place and it buys you back sometimes, sometime if we're doing it right. Um, and, and that's what we want to do because time is the only thing in our life that we can never buy back. And as a gym owner, it feels like you don't have enough time in the day. So we got to figure out how to maneuver everything, get systems in place. So the gym is pretty much running and you just can be there, you know, when you we've, want. We've much survived and grown off of, we get results. Yes. Uh, like, and I post those, we have clients that have lost over 150 pounds, um, you know, I have, you know, people that have lost that much and then went on stage and won, uh, you know, mainly the body transformation is what what's done at that word of mouth. 
Um, so we have survived really just off of word of mouth and the results that we get, um, you know, through educating our clients through nutrition and things like that. Our clients basically become walking billboards because people in their everyday life, they see the client and they say, wow, what are you go. doing? How have you changed so much? Or how are you, whatever difference they notice in that client and people also want to have that change in their own life. And so our clients have really become our billboards. And yeah, like you said, you can't really like um, calculate exactly what that's going to bring in every single month with the new leads. but we really try to pour into our clients and that the, the ads that we've run where we've shown before and after pictures of our clients have definitely been the ones where people respond to the most um, with the six week challenge as well. People get excited about it and they see those results and what can and, actually happen in six weeks and they get excited. And those even, even as you well know, boosted posts, they won't let you put a transformation picture up. So that always gets kicked back. So they've been through posts that people, I've shared on my personal page or Danielle shared, and then we get our clients to share them. And that's kind of where that's came from. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's challenging to figure out the right way to, to implement those ads, right? Because everything that you're doing right now has helped you grow and you guys are doing well, but I always like to tell people, like, if you're in this business, why not be able to do even better why not be able to double your revenue every month and things like that and figuring them out could definitely help you get there but i mean i feel feel like we've kind of spent a little bit of time talking about this and i don't want to run out of time on the episode so i want to ask you guys if you look at your business what would you consider to be your biggest challenge the number one thing that kind of keeps you up at night ticking in your head you're trying to figure out figure it out but it's it's kind of difficult for you guys uh, when um, finding time to get out there and beat the streets and still maintain my current clientele, um, as well as, you know, I really will be here for a month, but I really am in need of a good employee, somebody that wants to work and learn. And, you know, then I struggle with putting those um, procedures and policies in place. And when do I have time to do that? <laughs> that I can teach somebody how to do this. And then, you know, then there's the whole teaching them how to do that. Um, so for me, you know, that, and then, you know, client retention, um, we do pretty good on our average is four months, but then I have people that have been with me for over two years. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you think that you could do to enhance that and make it longer than four months for the average lifetime of your clients? So I struggle with that because I'm, a big believer in it's a marathon it's not a race and it's hard work there's no magic pill out there that's going to make you do anything supplementation is supplementation it's supplementing a good healthy diet um, i don't believe in fads and gigs and sometimes i think i probably um, drive that too much and maybe run people off sometimes because of you know their beliefs and looking for something quick and easy um i don't know what would you say Dean? Yeah, like he said, mostly we, I mean, it's, it's a change in lifestyle. And a lot of times we try to help people kind of make small changes in their lives. But I think sometimes people, they want the quick and easy. They're like, well, what pill can you, what is going to make me lose fat? And it's like, well, it's your diet, but it takes time. And I think pe sometimes people after four months, they don't see huge results. Like maybe they haven't lost 50 pounds and they get frustrated with themselves and they want to give up. And so I think that has been hard, but we try to help people push through and be like, Hey, we're, we're getting better every day. 
you're still getting results. We focus a lot more on like measurements rather than weight. And I think that um, motivates people a little bit too. But I would definitely say the people who leave after about four months, it's because they are, they've hit kind of a plateau where they, they have to make a, they need to make a change in their lifestyle that maybe they're not willing to make yet, or they're just not there yet. And how do we help them see that that change isn't, changing everything for them. It's just a small change and they can still go on with their life. It's just a little bit of a difference. Yeah. It can be hard to instill those kind of mindsets and values into people's mind. And I think that you guys are definitely fulfilling, um, you know, the needs of the clients. It's just those, those little ticks and we can't change people's minds. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, and so I also want to ask what I like to think of as a more loaded question here. So take it as you will. Um, if I could hand you a magic wand, all your dreams and goals for this business have come true. You've reached them all. Talk to me about what that picture would look like. Absolutely no limitations. Like I want to hear what the big, the big goal is here. So I, I feel like mine and hers is going to be very different. Um, <laughs> for me, I would love to see BioFit be a franchise but not be an, a mcdonald's um maybe an in and out burger uh, well i feel like in and out is pretty popular like people drive all over the place to come to in and out you have to have certain I, from as i understand it you have to have certain ingredients grown within a certain mile radius of the the restaurant or wh whatever so i guess what i'm trying to say is i would like to see biofit get grow but i don't want it to see it become too big that it becomes um it loses its finesse or maybe not finesse but allure yeah. keeping that like yeah what our our values are and helping and like maybe even making our clients become the trainers then too like kind of we help clients and then clients help clients and then clients help clients and it kind of goes down that way as well so we reach more people by helping some people change their lives and then that helps other people change their lives like kind of that domino effect yeah, just continue to grow the brand really and spread spread awareness of the brand. So since you know that your goal ultimately is just the idea of growth, it sounds like in the future, maybe multiple locations, franchises, et cetera. What do you feel it's most important for you to really focus on now to make that a reality for you guys down the road? Uh, getting those systems in place that um, will facilitate that, that, you know, show the numbers and that show the growth and what we did wrong and what we tried and what worked, what didn't work. Um, you know, the math behind it all, if you would, if you will. Yeah, for sure. I think we can never scale or grow our business unless we have those systems in place. If we don't have systems in place, you know, we might be able to do good. And it sounds like, yeah, they're doing good now. Um, but it's just a matter of if we want to be able to replicate this, we have to have systems in place because you guys can't both be in two places at once, right? Um, and so we got to figure that out now as things stand, get that really nailed down so that when a second location pops up down the road, you just have to move everything that you have here into that facility. Um, last question word of advice that you would give somebody who's stepping into the gym ownership today? Oof. Um, <laughs> make sure that everything that you do or talk about with the customer is put on paper, that they have a copy of it 
and that they are well aware of any kind of cancellation policy or anything along those lines so that you know you cover your own six when they come back and be like well you never told me about that 30-day cancellation policy or things like that um i've had you know members that um some pretty you know pretty bad things happen where um, we had a past employee that was stealing from us and we had to go back and look and they were having their client pay them directly but then it turned out that their client was a data entry only and we didn't have a hard copy so i didn't have the ability to collect on that money but little things like that just make sure everything's put on paper um, and up in front yeah for sure that's really important and i think in this business a lot of the time you know, we just tend to trust people, but <laughs> that's not enough. And especially, you know, working with clients and making sure that your clients are signing things to really protect ourselves. Because at the end of the day, like this is our livelihood. For most of us, we're not working other jobs. We make our money in the gym. And so we need to treat it a little more seriously. Um, and so I appreciate that word of advice. That's a good one that I haven't heard um, on the podcast before. So I appreciate that. Um, what's the Instagram page? Where can we go to find you guys online to check out more about what you, you have to offer? So we're at BiofitGJ on Instagram and it's BioFit Aesthetically Based Fitness on Facebook. Great. Well, I appreciate both of you being here today. It was really fun. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. We'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Adrian Spellin from Kick Into Fitness out of Decatur, Georgia. What's going on, Adrian? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good myself, man. Excited to have you on. You've been around for, you know, six years now. So you made it through the tough years, hopefully, right? Um, with the whole COVID thing going on. But yeah, so, so tell me a little bit. Let's not waste any time here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with opening your own fitness facility? Okay, so, well, my studio kick into fitness is a, Actual, it's a hybrid fitness, it's martial arts and fitness um, facility. And I've been doing martial arts uh, since the age of seven and um, as well as competing internationally in the art of Taekwondo. Um, 
Also, I am, you know, I'm a world-class athlete in the sport, been ranked high, you know, highest number seven in the world at one time in the sport. And, you know, um, I always, you know, I, I like working out. Um, and I think the, the, um, I also, um, what I also have done while I was um, training in the martial arts, I was also doing personal training okay. on the side as well. And that, you know, that, you know, doing, teaching martial arts and doing personal training are kind of like, um, kind of like the same type of thing. Cause it's, it's, yeah. it's both involving two type of di different type of disciplines. Right. One right. is more functionality, it's just exercise, fitness. The other one is martial arts, is discipline, learning how to defend yourself. Yeah. So I was able to, you know, combine the two and come up with kick into fitness. Cool. Cool. So are you still competing now for Taekwondo? Um, well, I got, well, my last competition, major competition was actually the Olympic trials in Costa oh, wow. Rica. Yes. Um, I was, and it was like right before COVID had hit. And so that was my last international competition. Um, I haven't competed since then. You know, I, I tried to stay in competition state shape. Um, I was thinking about doing one more worlds and, um, you know, before I kind of like, I don't like to say the word retire, <laughs> but, you know, before I put my focus somewhere else. Right. Because uh, right now I have a lot of students and, um, and also I'm busy with the studio, with the personal training, the fitness and everything else. So, um, like I got even one student right now has made it to the, um, the national team. So it's, it's taking me in different directions. So. Yeah. Okay. So, so kind of going with the flow as of now, as of now, and that's really cool. You're able to take your martial arts experience, turn it in, you know, also the personal training experience and kind of blend it together under one roof. Um, so cool. Kicking the fitness. I would love for you to give me your own elevator type pitch of, you know, what you guys do and the services you offer. Yeah, so basically we're a hybrid martial arts and fitness facility. We offer uh, two, two things. That's what the, the two stand for. Uh, it's martial arts and fitness. Okay. And so it's, um, we have the group personal training and we also have one-on-one -on -one personal training. And we also have a stretch clinic on our fitness side. And then on our martial arts, we teach uh, Taekwondo, kickboxing. And then we also have an after-school Taekwondo program. Okay. And so, um, so that's on the martial arts side. And we also have an adult Taekwondo classes and adult kickboxing, that type of stuff. So, and then we also have over 700 square feet of, you know, of actual gym equipment. We have okay. treadmills, elliptical spin bikes, all the Smith machines. We have all of them. And, um, and, and um, yeah, and basically, uh, in the mornings, we typically um, do our group personal training and our one-on-one -on -one personal training during out the whole day. And then like most of our martial arts classes are in the evening. Okay. Um, yes. Cool, cool. I, I like the name too, Kick Into kick Fitness. Did you, is that a franchise or did you start the business yourself? I start the business myself. Okay. Um, I, I, I do have intent on it being a franchise one day. <laughs> 
Um, but it is, I did start the business myself. Um, who came up with the name was my students. Okay. Because my uh, before I was teaching out of my garage, and um, I was I was I would go and do personal training. And all I was doing mobile personal training all around the city. Then I would come back home and teach a couple kids in my garage, mm -hmm. uh, Taekwondo. And I asked them, "What do y'all think I should name the studio?" One day, and it was like, "What about kicking and to fitness or something?" <laughs> I was like. You know what? I'll take that name. So it became everything. So. Man, you better be careful. You start franchise, they're going to be looking for their cut for the name. I, right they're already looking for their cut. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Cool. So so how, how many members are you currently sitting at right now? Uh, we have over about over 200 right now. Okay. 200 yes, members. Awesome. Yes. And it's like, we. I say we have like maybe... 45% is probably like the fitness, morally fitness clients. But sometimes the fitness clients kind of spill over into the martial arts mm -hmm. and they kind of get that option or the kickboxing and stuff. And then, and 60% and is morally like uh, the martial arts. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and I know for a lot of MMA facilities, they have a big focus on, you know, training kids and having kids program. What does that look like for you out of the 200 members? What's kind of your split with adults and, and children? Um, as in like the numbers? Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be exact. You know, is it mostly, do you train mostly children? Is it mostly adults? How does that work? Well, it's, it, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's really, really um, split in that 60-40 way, but mostly it's children in the afternoons because it's really centered around the family. Kicking the fitness is not just a, um, a, you know, a person who just come up here and say, hey, I would like to come and work out. Yeah, you can do that. But typically what typically happens is that a person will come in here, they'll get the results that they need. They'll, they end up telling their friends, they end up, their first person that they end up telling is their family member. So, you know, um, they say, hey, um, my, my mother, she wants, um, she heard about your stretch clinic. Can you, can she come to a stretch clinic? I'm like, okay, you know, we book a stretch session. So that, that appeals into like a different generation. And grandma said, you know, why don't you put, you know, Johnny in here you know, for martial arts, he, he can do the after school. And all of a sudden I got that. So it becomes like a, like a whole fit for the whole family. Mm -hmm. It becomes a, a facility for the whole family because I have, I have literally people by the family unit. I get a lot of clients by the family unit. It's, um, it's more, so that's when I had really changed my marketing strategy and even the commercial that we have on our website and um, all over the media is it's morally that's an actual family that goes to our, that attends our studio. Yeah. That's a mother, father, the daughter. <laughs> it's like that. So, um, and some of the kids are in there, they have their grandmas, you know, that, that even some of the grandmas are doing martial arts, you know? <laughs> so it's, 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 it's really fit for the whole family and you got, and you get a, the best of, all the world. So it's, it's, okay. it's very diverse. 
Cool. Cool. So, so you are sitting at about 200 members right now. I do always like to ask, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? Uh, we try, well, we're trying to hit the gas. Yeah. Um, I'm, I would say I'm right now, I'm pretty much comfortable, but I want to hit the gas really hard on, um, on, especially on the fitness side. Okay. Um, I want to, I'm focusing on the, um, the one-on-one personal training and well, I, and the, and the group personal training as well. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so at least, especially on that fitness side, wanting to get some more members, see some type of growth, um, what type of things are you actively doing right now to aid that growth process? Well, we're pushing our commercial out, you know, out throughout all the different social media websites. Okay. Facebook and then you know also we've been working on our search engine optimization and um, doing some SEO work uh, making sure we are getting um, higher and higher in the rankings mm-hmm. um, amongst our com- um, nearby competitors and um, also a, a lot of a lot of people hear about us word of mouth you know our location is a very convenient location we're right in the smack in of three major cities in Georgia, um, we, we have Decatur, Stone Mountain, and um, Stonecrest. So we're like, like, that's exactly where our facility is. So people who live around here has to pass our facility to get to the highway pretty much. So that's another thing, but it's morally, but people, when, after people look at us and see our signs or, or see our advertisements, they typically um, go on, uh, you know, go and look at the reviews, and then they they become more, very impressed, and they see, oh wow, you know, let me bring it's a reputable place, you know. Yeah. And, and so, out of the, let's see, two hundred members you do have, what's worked best for you? Is it mostly the word of mouth play? Do you get a lot of people coming in through social media, through you know, Google SEO? It's a combination. Okay. Yeah, before it used to be just the location when I had started, but I'm getting a lot of people word of mouth coming in because of the quality of service that we provide. And 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 especially from the schools, as far as the children, um, the, the schools are recommending us. You know, we have, um, uh, we, we, we service 16 different elementary schools around our area uh, and a lot of the teachers, they haven't even noticed that the children's behaviors are changing. So we get teachers recommending to parents that your child should be in this program because we have a very stringent discipline program for the children that keeps them on task, keeps them accountable. Um, uh, we have, we, we also keep in communication with the school systems. We even do demonstrations at the schools. So usually when the children comes in, they end, the children always ends up bringing up their whole family. The mom all of a sudden, man, can I do your kickboxing class? So it's a way, another way, another thing that my, my that our facility provides for the community, it cuts at least two hours out of the average family's day. Because if you have our your child in our after school program, your homework is done. They um, they are ready, you know, eating a snack, and they, they did an hour of Taekwondo. 
And that way, when the parent comes in, right, if they want to come and work out, they can go straight and work out and then take their children with them. So it really cuts and shortens their, it, it gives them more time after coming off from a long day. They don't have to go and pick up their children. It's, it's like that. Right. Make sure they did their homework. Make sure they ate. No, that's really cool. That's a cool program that, that you have. Is that, um, how do they pay? Do you mind me asking? Is that, do you have them pay? Is it like a program that's, you know, paid for through the city maybe? Yeah, I have actually, we, and actually we are working on, well, okay. So there, here we go again. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, right now we are in under review right now from the state of getting our full, um, our full, um, being able, being able to charge the state. Cause right now, a, of our business, we do the summer camps. Summer camps are funded by the state where, you know, for a family with certain incomes. So right now we're working on, because we have, we have to, we have to build a playground and that's exactly what we're doing right now. Okay. Um, uh, and, and, you know, and this is on, is on a standalone building. So we have the ability. And then, um, and, and, and then we also have a nonprofit sector to the business. Okay. So, um, and that's the one that, that's the nonprofit sector that sends the kids to competition. The key ones that we select to go to competition, like literally we had just came back from Las Vegas two weeks ago for wow. the um, AAU Nationals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, so when you do look at, you know, the 200 members you're at, what's like the gold number for you that you're trying to get to, especially on growing the, you know, the general fitness side? Uh, the, the number I want to get to as far as the fitness, uh, well, oh, my goal is to get at least uh, a constant 350. 350. Yes. There you go. And in members, a constant 350. That that's that's my focus. Um, you know, it's it, it it oscillates throughout the year. You know, and according to the seasons, like in the beginning of the year, you get this wave of clients, right. and then July becomes kind of like, yeah, and then it then it goes right back up in August. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. There you go. Mm-hmm. So so, at least like looking at um. Well, I guess, first of all, so, so how many leads would you say you get on like a giving weekly or monthly basis, given the forms of marketing that you do? How many leads do I get? Yes. All right. Um, well, uh, I get a lot of leads. Like, um, it's just the, it's just dependent on which, like if it's through the, um, social media and stuff like that, I get a lot of leads through that. Um, and my SEO, people typically go to my website and that's kind of like how I hook the customer in, especially the fitness clients. Cause people, when they, they, they t- type in and search in the search browser, um, we're looking for kickboxing. We're like the first to come up when it comes to that. So I get a lot of leads through the, the kickboxing stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and when you say social media, do you mean like organic social media, just posting or doing paid advertisements like Facebook ads, Instagram ads? Both. A little bit of both. Okay. Mostly organic. Mostly organic. Okay. Because um, like the video, I, I do a lot of posting. 
every day. I, I make sure I do these two posts a day, you know, one for the fitness. I'm in the morning and I'm kind of six o'clock in the morning. I'm, you know, just kind of show a clip of my clients working out. And then in the afternoon, you know, the kids are probably doing bully prevention or something like that. And mm -hmm. I show that that goes that kids always they bring out the attention, you know, especially when we was in Las Vegas. I was recording the competition and it was just <laughs> it, it was just crazy, you know. So, I mean, it was it was a lot of action. You know, the, some of the kids had one of the, one of my students, he placed number one in the country. Oh, wow. And yeah. And he had six fights to do, and, you know, six fights, two rounds each all throughout the whole day. Wow. And yeah, one of the largest divisions. And he, and the crazy thing is he started with me in September in my after school. OK, so, so that's it's 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 amazing how like the, the amount of progress we was able to do. He became the regional champion, qualified for nationals, and he went and won nationals. So it's like, and another one of my students, I, um, she actually has been selected to be on the um, um, the forms national team for our country. So mm. yeah, okay. so it's- That's so, awesome, man. Yeah, so it's, it's that's right now in the, in, in, in that's right now the big buzz about the studio, because I'm getting a lot of calls and people you know, saying congratulations and even from other schools, other competitors. Too. Yeah. And what about like the general fitness side? What has been some of the best ways that you've seen to grow that side of the business as well? The best, um, I think most of the most, the, the best part is when I have um, finished a, a package with a client. Okay. My packages are six months. So I have six month contracts. And typically when I finish a package with a client and we see the results of what that client has accomplished, that's the most rewarding part. Yeah. Is is seeing a client that came in who was 50 pounds heavier and all lost that 50 pounds, got off their blood pressure. Usually that client goes on a tangent and they just go, it, it just it just sells itself. Yeah. So so I think that the, the, the consistency that our studio is able to provide um, um, our customers and making sure that they're getting their services and then they're being looked after. Because we're, when we do group personal training and one on one personal training, we make sure our clients that we're, we're doing our, their measurements every month, making sure that, you know, we're, you know, they're they're recording down their meals. We have actual journals all our clients have journals and and basically we writing down their benchmarks and they're also um showing their goals and we always keep good communication through our you know to our clients mm -hmm. and um and actually we have a like a uh, our business has ability to, to you can text our business number so we can keep in contact with our clients through, our, through text messages. Okay. So we send them text messages, quotes, and stuff like that every day out, stuff like that. There you go. And, and so what about like the paid advertisement piece? Because I think it's really smart as, you know, a business owner, you try all these different ways of marketing, see what works best for you, and then double down on the things that work the best, right? Um, yes. so, so have you done any type of um, Facebook ads, Instagram ads in the past? Yes, I've done Facebook and Instagram ads before. Um, How'd that work for you? That worked. That worked I mean, it worked pretty good. It it would um, 
target market the, the my area because sometimes I you know I don't need to go right now I'm not global right <laughs> so right I don't need it to go all the way out to New York or something like that when we're right here in Atlanta it just I just need it to spread and circulate in the the, the metro area right here yeah, yeah um so um so we can be come up as an option for clients who are looking for um you know for weight loss clients who are looking for toning you know people who are looking for um just for a new lifestyle i love it and you mentioned as well that you wanted to get to a point of maybe eventually franchising the business, franchising it to other owners. What are some of the, you know, some of the boxes that you have to check so that you could get to that point, right? Yes. I so like the Francis, the three fifty number box. That's number one. And number two, um, my staff having a strong enough staff to I gotta. Um, being able to operate this business independent of me, mm. you know, um, and, and making sure that the quality is still there, you know, um, like I noticed that if I do a franchise of kick into fitness, right. That ever runs that franchise has to, has to know. Typically I would, I, and I came to this conclusion has to know martial arts, because they have to, and then they have to have a, they have to have a certification or a degree in personal training. Right. So it's easy to find a personal trainer. It's easy to, because I have personal trainers that work, but finding a martial arts instructor is much, much harder. Right. And then one that does both too, as well, the martial yes. arts and the personal training. Yes. So the thing is, when you find now, it's easy for like, for instance, if I find a martial arts instructor, then saying, hey, why don't you go, you know, go back to school and you know, get your certification or whatever. It's easy for them to transfer that knowledge over into fitness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially if they're an athlete, if they're an athlete or and so. And I get a lot of and actually um, two of my instructors are athletes. So they, 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 that if I want, if they wanted to, they can do it if they want. They yeah. would just have to go and get the formal training. Um, but um, I think that the most important thing for me before I get to um, the position, I can do another location. This location has to run independent of. Mm. Okay, and and I think that's a very commonality between all business owners right you want to get to a point of freedom at some point or where you know your business is less of a job and more so like hey you're working on the business not in the business there we um, go there we go I, even though i love working the business right. i love it i love it sometimes i gotta peel myself away you know i love working with the personal training clients i love but sometimes it's like you got to remember you're owner. So you have to, you know, there's other aspects of the business that you have right. to focus on. When you look at some of the responsibilities that you need to pull off your plate so you could get to that point of, of freedom and, you know, working on the business, so to speak, what are some of those things for you? Is it the training aspect? Is it something different? Right now, it would be just the training aspect. Okay. Um, like, I, I, I mean, the one-on-one. -on -one. I have, I have a trainer who trains 
all the group classes. Um, but like I, I train mostly the one-on-ones mm. and it's giving that those one-on-ones, you know, delegating it to all my other trainers, yeah. that, that type of thing. So I just- How big is the team right now? How many other uh, trainers do you have working with you? I, so it's, 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 it's enough, I have an, one other trainer. Okay. And I have three martial arts instructors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yes, and okay. then I have a, you know, uh, my assistant who's, uh, um, they've, who's my after school assistant who helps me do the driving and all that stuff. Okay, okay. So, so Adrian, in a perfect world here, I always like to ask this question. Let's like imagine you had a magic wand, right? A magic business wand. You could tap your business. It'll be in the exact position that you want it. What would that really look like to you? Uh, the, the position? Um, that's a good question. Well, like the numbers I said. <laughs> um, and I think the, the staff. Because I think your business is only good as a staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's, 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 it's having, um, all my staff members have been with me for about at least two, two or three years. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just it's training them and um, giving them more incentives to, you know, kind of like, hey, I know you're getting comfortable, <laughs> you know. There's other things I want to and I want to give you this. Yeah. Convincing them of that. Okay. Okay. And that'll be something that that's always difficult, you know, hiring the hiring process. People are fickle, you know, trainers, they don't always share the same goals and viewpoint and same, you know, type of training style as you. Um, yes. But but when it comes to like the 350 members that you're trying to get to, what do you think is the biggest bottleneck that's holding you back from getting to that point? Um, me working because I'm I'm spending most of my time the, my most of my value is in pushing the client in mm. it's bringing the client in the door you know even talking to clients that's a lot like upselling them in packages like I feel like I would be I would do like like I, I can and I think that's another reason why the martial arts is doing better because I have more instructors in martial in the martial arts sector of the business. So I don't really have to teach as much. I could just kind of step in when I want to. But most of the times when they're teaching classes, I'm talking to parents, I'm talking to people, I'm signing people up on packages, you know, my receptionist, she's here, she's helping me, you know, she's you know, doing the actual physical labor and I'm actually, you know, helping people select packages and stuff like right. that or upgrading packages or, or um, adding people to this program. It's, it's, it's those things that I'm able to do when I'm at the front desk. Okay. Okay. So you're focused as of right now, you, you're at least take pride or more knees deep in like the sales aspect, you know, getting people coming in. Hey, why are you here? Do a little consultation. What are your goals? And then turning them into a member. That exactly the, okay. the sales aspect. So I feel like I need to be more of a salesman than an instructor. Mm. And I think if I if I do that, delegate that type of energy to the fitness side, and get probably one more trainer, then I think I will be able to do that as well. Have you ever thought of diving more into like the digital marketing aspect so that you could get some more consistent lead flow coming in 
um, so that you could get to that point, right? Hit the 350 members, pull yourself out of training, focus yes. on sales. I've been thinking about that. Yes, that's that's an option that I'm thinking. So yeah. just, just kind of seeing who got those type of resources and, and kind of show me. Because I'm kind of, you know, I'm running a business off of my own own experience and stuff right you're you're wearing i mean every business owner right you wear a lot of hats and then at the same time it's like hey what should i focus on what's you know what's really going to move the needle forward for me here it it, who's to say that you should spend 40 hours a week trying to learn how to market or how to learn how to you know run an ad or something like that yeah i totally get what you're saying on that one so so cool adrian so we know what you want for your business now we're not right we know you have a big passion not only for your members for the kids for the programs you put on for you know taking these kids and bringing them from from your program to national champions that's really awesome but but what is it that you want from the business right what do you want the business to give back to you and your family at the end of the day that's a great uh, oh that's the best um just um financial stability Financial stability, well, I, well, I have that, in, in, but like more, I want more wealth from it. And also being able to pass this, this um, being able to open up more locations and passing it, you know, because I don't have children yet. So I'm looking to. Yeah, I got a, yeah. I got an 18-month-old. Yes. Man, get <laughs> your stuff get done this. now. <laughs> Get your stuff done now while you don't have a kid. Yeah, I'm you. you know, I, 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 I've been you for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm looking to build that. So it's just a pass on. And in addition to that is being able to um, just um, being able to um, not only just um, having you know, just the wealth pack, but what it also gives back to me is the satisfaction of what we're doing in our community. Yeah. That's what it, that, that's, I think that's the, that's the part, that's the cherry on the top for me. Right. Right. And seeing like the mass amount of lives you could change is crazy as a gym owner, right? Like you said, I mean, you know, you help the kids out, you put them in a good program. Next thing you know, you got mom and dad there, you got the other brothers and sisters, and then it creates this trickle effect of, you know, now the whole family's living a healthy lifestyle and that's you know, right. goes on for generations. So, so that's really cool as well. Um, but no, I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode, Adrian. But before we do head out of here, please give a shout out to your website, Instagram, Facebook, anything, just so the listeners can find some more info on you and your gym. Yeah, so we're kicking to fitness. It's kicking without, uh, without the letter G, the number two fitness uh, studio. Dot com, or you can go visit Kick Into Fitness on Facebook or and on Instagram as well. Awesome. Make sure you check them out, you guys. Adrian Spellin from Kick Into Fitness out of Decatur, Georgia. I appreciate you once again, brother. And as for the listeners here, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. 
Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.